Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel, and welcome back to Laurel's Real Money Talks, where we're talking about making money, keeping money, investing it, doing it with a team. We have the millionaire matrix and know how to make you a millionaire. We can do it in three to five years, but you have to follow the sequence. So every week on my podcast, I'm either doing a topic or bringing an extraordinary guest to talk about what's up. And this week, it's Valentine's Day, and love is in the air, and money is always in the air. So uh, I brought Orion, who's just a world-leading relationship coach. She's brilliant, beautiful woman, and she's here to share love and dating tips that are going to make you irresistible. Not only as a salesperson, but I'm going to say salesperson, like especially you're married, you sold somebody. <laughs> you're, so Orion, welcome. Thank you, Laurel. I'm happy to be here. So Orion, tell them a little bit about your background and uh, how you ended up in this career, profession, passion that you're in. I actually did the launch of my career was experiencing an abusive relationship and going through all the healing that I needed to go through to find myself first and then find ways to explore and expand and develop myself as a person. So when I was in that painful relationship and when I got out of it, I was completely broken. It was physical. It was verbal. It was awful. And I was in deep depression, but I knew that there was a light in me that I can ignite and I can rise like the phoenix. I've done it before in my life. And I knew that there was a light inside of me. And even though I was in a position where I couldn't look at people in the eye and I walked down the street feeling completely broken and shattered, I believed that I can hold on to that. So I did every little thing that I could to find myself, So starting by listening to anything motivational, even YouTube clips, and then ending up traveling over 34 countries and studying from the greatest leaders and luminaries of our time. And then I ended up falling in love with an extraordinary man and having the best relationship of my life. And we got married last year and I feel very blessed and I've done it for myself. And I know what it's like to be on the other side. And I know what it's like to be in the depth of depression and pain. So I feel like I can relate more. And so it became my passion to light people up and help them. And I work with women and I help them attract their soulmate. And and I help them ignite that part of them that is goddess-like because when we change, the world changes. So this is my mission to light people up. And that's how it happened. That's awesome. And congratulations. Thank you. I know, I just, <laughs> this is actually our two-year anniversary this week on the 16th, right after Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. It's two years already? Like, I, know, I just I feel know. like I blinked a second ago and you were just getting married. Whoa. I know. <laughs> That's amazing. Congratulations. I know. Well, thank you. <laughs> you too. So let's jump into this. How is manifesting your ideal relationship, you know, like building a business? So what we want to do on our conversation today, for those of you listening, is tie the relationship pieces to money. Not, you know, mm-hmm. upward of 90% of divorces happen because the money and love conversation don't happen. So we're going to do some 
parallels in that. So how is manifesting that ideal relationship like building a business? Well, first you have to create a business plan. And in the dating world, it's creating a vision for your dreams. Because if you don't know where you're going, you will end up in a different place than where you want to be. So you want to get clarity on your vision. And just the way you have clarity on your product and clarity on where you want your company to go, you have to have a business plan for love. And so you want to focus on what you want and you want to you want to do a market research. You want to create your avatar. You want to, like, who is your ideal client? What do they look like? Where do they hang out? You want to know where they hang out so you will know where to find them. So in the dating world, it's go and hang out wherever your dream partner is. And in the business world is go and hang out where your avatar is. Go and you know, when you do Facebook ads, you target your, your avatars and where they are online. And in the physical world, you go to conferences where your avatar is and you promote your business there. And then you want to look at your branding in the dating world is how do you appear? Like, what do you wear? What do you show up as? What type of person are you showing to the world? So what type of clothes do you wear? Yeah, so your branding in your business is your website. Is it a beautiful new website or do you have professional photos online or are they outdated or something, some selfies that you took? Because the, it, takes, <laughs> it takes about three seconds for people to see your photo and, and judge you online and also in real life. People judge you on your appearance. So your online presence should be beautiful and should be powerful and should be you want to always seem larger than life. And you, Laurel, you always look larger than life. That's why <laughs> beyond your expertise and, and everything you achieved in your life, it's the way it's you radiant this like, I am big, I am powerful. And people gravitate towards it. People want that. And so the business presence online is really important. And also in your sales conversation, it's that energy that you bring with you because 90 percent of our communication is nonverbal. And then, you know, if you are not larger than life yet, you want to look at your product development <laughs> as a person and as a business person. And they both go together because when you develop yourself as a person, you do better in business. So talk more because what you're talking about is really marketing similarities. So how you market yourself to potential mates is also marketing yourself in business. And what I love about this conversation and how you blend it is, you know, I always say in every one of my books, you don't have a personal life and a professional life. You have a life. And mm -hmm. I think what you think to people is, you know, however you show up anywhere is how you're going to show up everywhere. And there is similarities. I mean, I know people who have relationships and they behave act, and it's very, very different then when they turn on like a different part of themselves and show up professionally. And I always talk with them. I think God, it sounds like a lot of work to have two lives. Mm -hmm. So the similarities of marketing together from the mates to the potential clients, because it is very similar. Right. So I totally, I love what you're saying because the, the person that you are is the person that you are everywhere. And if you have to keep two different personas, it's totally hard to do. It's hard work. It's almost like, and then people feel like they have an imposter syndrome in their business because they don't bring their true genuine self 
to the business world. And it's the same in dating. You don't want to date somebody new and try to appear like somebody you're not because you, you can't hold this facade for so long. And, you know, people are smart and people can see through you. And like I said, it's that nonverbal communication. And actually, when you bring and, and it's and you see that people like Gary Vaynerchuk or uh, Marie Folio or all the leaders that are rising, it's more about the personal connection and it's about being genuine. It's about showing the people who you are. And especially when you go on videos and you just share who you are. People love that. People gravitate to people. You know, in the past, it was cool to have like a front. But in this day and age, with social media being so open, everybody can know what you ate yesterday just by going on your Facebook. It's good to be genuine and, and aligned, especially when you do video marketing. And talking about marketing, you know, and if somebody wants their dream person, then you have to visualize and meditate. But if you don't take action, nothing will work. I am a firm believer in the law of attraction that says <laughs> that likes attracts likes and whatever you focus on is manifested. And so many people believe in the law of attraction. There was the movie The Secret and people believe I'm going to think about something and it's going <laughs> to manifest. And even my mentor, Dr. Tim Martini, who was interviewed on this film, said you know, they did an eight-hour interview and they only showed five-minute clip of what I said. So what was missing yep. is the fact that there are other universal laws beyond the law of attraction. And one of them, very dominant one, is the law of action. You have to take action. In the dating world, that means getting out of your house and <laughs> going out, hanging out where your prospect is, your, your ideal avatar is. And maybe going to the conferences they go to, if it's, you know, single ladies, totally go to like marketing conferences because there are so many single guys there. And guys, go to women's conferences because the women are there. And when you're the only guy, they're, they're like, you're in high demand. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to code them as tips. So like, let's just keep going down a list of like dating tips that are going to also perfect their sales. Because again, similar what you're doing to get out there in the action. And, you know, I have to just comment on Martini. I was interviewed for 30, what, 30, 40, I don't know. But it's funny oh, to wow. hear him say how long. We were all recorded for a very long time. And then we each get, you know, two seconds of fame on that film. But there was a lot left out and the action piece was left out. So let's do actionable tips. So how do dating it. tips, also <laughs> similar to sales tips, because they are kind of the same, because you are selling yourself. Okay. So let's go down some okay. tips. Rejection. Oh. People hate rejection. I hate rejection. I still work on my fear of rejection. You know, Wendy Williams said, you know, don't stop dating. Just date, 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 because you have to kiss many frogs before you find your prince. It's the same thing with freaking dating. You have to go out there and try, try, try. Some people have a thicker skin. Some people are more emotional based and they're you know they get hurt when somebody rejected they take it personally do not take it personally and know that it's actually not about you but what is about you is if you want to be successful it's almost like the universe is testing you like how many times are you willing to go out there and try 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 before you give up because so many people give up just a moment before they have their big break 
So never give up. Yep. And if you get rejection, just keep going. And then follow up. Somebody, quote unquote, rejected you. In the sales world, I think it was Jim Rome that said that the money is in the follow up. So keep following up with your prospects because, you know, sometimes it's not the right time or they don't have the money at the time. Their mindset is not there. But if you follow up, let's say a month later, six months later, a year later, things change. People are very dynamic. So things change to follow up because this is where you are probably losing a lot of money in your business. Also in the sales process, premature marriage proposal. So when you meet a prospect, you don't say, hey, nice to meet you. Do you want to get married? (laughs) You want to build a relationship. You want to make it about them. You want to get that knowledge of what do they want. Let's say you go on a date and you just keep talking about yourself and talking about yourself and talking about yourself and talking about yourself. And and the other person just sits there and stares at you. And it's like, what what does he or she want from me? You are more interesting when you are interested. So be interested in your clients first and just zip it and just listen. And the, the better listener you become, the better salesperson you become. So you want to really listen and also listen to the nonverbal cues, to what they are telling you in between the lines. Listen to what they are saying and then answer them using their own language. So you want to mirror and match their language. If they say, I really need somebody to help me with X, Y, and Z, then don't change the order. Just say like, this is exactly what I do. I help you with X, Y, and Z. Use their own language and reflect it back to them so they will feel like they are gotten and they are listened to. And listening is key in any relationship. Also, cold calls are like blind dates. Sometimes it works. Sometimes sometimes it doesn't. And you don't want to go into, I mean, it's hard. Blind dates are hard. It's going to be easier if you're going to do the work before, like having that, that good presence online where people that come to you are coming to you through a funnel. And by the time they come and end up talking to you, they are more of like hot leads right? rather than just cold. Hot is always better than cold in my eyes. I like, I like it hot. <laughs> I like when things are hot and steamy, if you know what I mean, Laurel. <laughs> and I want to head over to love language because you mentioned that and I want to, you just to speak about what love language is and why it's so critical and a lot of that's that mirroring you're speaking of. But the thing I want to also reiterate to the women that are listening is a lot of women, I think, are either one of two ways, extremely too aggressive or too passive. And in business, I mean, one of the biggest things, and you see it in our community too, at the table and our our coaching and our clients, women will constantly say, they know about me. They'll follow up if they're interested. No, there's got to be some Mm. appropriate level of follow-up. So whether it's, you know, they know I make the best pies in the world, or they know I make the best whatever clothes or jewelry, whatever you're doing women, or I'm the best whatever, the amount of follow-up, appropriate follow-up is critical. And I think women do the same in dating and or in the leading of any conversation. I think a lot of women have it in their like DNA that men need to lead this money conversation. And I think those days are gone. I love that we're talking about like days past because there's so much 
that soul I call Warden June Cleaver. Like we're not in the sixties and seventies anymore, folks. So it was like all of these <laughs> new techniques have to be brought forward into just the, a new way of communication, a new way of language, a new way of respect, and a new way of action. So speak of the love language, just in general, what is it? Because I know there's like different languages, there's a whole structure. I mean, there's a whole courses on just, you know, meeting love language. So speak to that. I love that whole conversation. Sure. So this is the cliff note of what love language is. So there are five love languages and we all receive love in a different way. Something that is translated as love for one person will not be for another. So like for me, gifts is one of my primary love languages. Maybe something in my childhood when my dad took me shopping made me feel really loved. So gifts for me is are one of my greatest. When somebody gives me a gift, it doesn't matter if it's a small gift or a large one. I feel loved and cherished. For other people, it's word of affirmation. Some people feel loved when they are being told, I love you. You're my soulmate. You are a great person. You are so smart. You are so great. You're the best ever. For some, it's physical touch. When they are touched and caressed and hugged, they feel really love. For others, it's quality time. If you spend quality time, and quality time does not mean spending a lot of time with a person. Quality time means being present with the person, present in the moment and giving them all of you in the moment. And that is quality time. And for others, it's active service. Like for some women, you know, you take out the garbage and it turns them on. <laughs> so, so these are the five love languages, gifts, words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, or acts of service. And this is true in love. And this is true with your client. When you have the conversations with your clients, you want to, again, listen. It goes back to listening. Listen to their love language. Physical touch probably is not going to be what they need from you, but maybe they do need to meet in person. And for them, like having a meeting in person and not online might be a higher value. For others, they want more of your time. For others, active services. If you go beyond and you do something extraordinary for them, they just fall in love with you and you do want to make your client turn them from clients to raving fans. Love it. So your experience, do you just ask people, like you just go down the list and kind of survey them, give some ideas about how someone can gauge that without, or do you just be that direct and say, what's your love language out of these five? <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I'm not that direct. I don't really ask people, what is your love language when it comes to my clients? I did ask Stefan, my husband, and we did talk about that. So we know now how to give each other more love. With clients, is, I think the first step is a pre-consultation questionnaire where you ask those questions in a clever way to know what they need. And it can be as simple uh, as, on the scale of one to 10, what is your expectation in this and this area? And when you get that questionnaire and you study it, you know exactly what they need. It also helps you in the sales process because if they say, I really like meeting in person. So in the, when you sell to them, you say, 
and this is exactly what I do. I meet with you in person once a month if it's a local business and if you can actually provide that. And it helps you in the sales process. It helps you with the relationship. If they need words of affirmations, then you have to tell them, wow, it's so it's so great. I love the progress we're doing together. You just want to be in tune to what they need. Awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. So, Orion, we only have a few more minutes, but I want you to talk about, you know, how do you forge that long-term commitment? Not only with your, like, the relationship, you know, you're going on your first year or so, you know, with Stefan, I'm with Jason, you know, we plan on this being, you know, our lifetime marriages. So what are some of those techniques, those things where you actually have that commitment for the long term with your mate and your clients? Because there are some techniques mm-hmm. to that. There are. So I believe that gratitude is the best attitude. And one thing that I do with Stefan every night before we go to bed, and this is something that I've learned from Harville Hendricks is we always say three things to each other that we love about each other, that we are in gratitude. It can be as simple as thank you for feeding the cat or as large as thank you for doing this amazing thing for me. And we can also say just thank you for being present with me. Thank you for whatever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because our brains are wired to look at what is missing. It's from prehistorical times that we always look for danger. And sometimes we end up looking for danger in our relationship. And so when we focus our on gratitude, we are activating this part of our brain that is the RAS, the reticulate activating system. And you know how when you buy a new car, you see that model everywhere? Even the same color, it's the same thing. That means your RAS is turned on. So this gratitude practice will turn on your RAS for love and for you to remember why you fell in love with that person and how amazing and adorable and outstanding that person that you are with is. And you want to do it, you do it with your clients and gratitude goes a long way. You know, you can write a love note to your clients. You can send them a little gift or an article saying, hey, I've been thinking about you. It was such a pleasure working with you so far. Here's a little something from me. And little things like that go a long way. You know, I received a gift basket from somebody that I worked with. And I ended up working with them for another year just because I received the gift basket. And I love chocolates. And it was so sweet. (laughs) This attention to details... And really nurturing the relationship. It's not like, oh, we got married. Yay. And then everything just falls apart because you don't nurture it. Relationship in business and in love is like a garden. You have to keep watering it. You have to keep adding to it, adding value, adding love, adding care, improving communication, improving your relationship. And then your love, your relationship, your business will grow like a beautiful garden. Mm. Orion, I know we uh, we could continue to talk, and those of you Valentine's Day is in front of us. But as you just said, you know your relationship needs to be watered. Your clients need to be watered. I know you have some <laughs> just water everything. <laughs> you need to be watered. That's <laughs> um, so funny. I know you have amazing gifts for those listening for uh, being on the podcast today. Where can they uh, go receive some goodies and learn more about what your great work is? 
Sure. So my gift is an ebook. This is an ebook for women looking for love. And they can go to oriansmethod.com forward slash love magnet. That is O-R-I-O-S method forward slash Orion's method forward slash love magnet. Yay, I said it correctly. Woo! <laughs> Thank you so much, Laurel. And I'm sending you all the love this Valentine's Day and to everybody that is listening. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you being on. And again, you're listening to Laurel's Real Money Talks. All of our podcasts are stored there. So laurelsrealmoneytalks.com. You can find it on iTunes, the app stores. We're everywhere. And as you enjoy the podcast, pass them on. And uh, let's get more and more people in this money conversation. And if you ever want to ask me a question, go to asklaurel.com. Put in your name, phone number, and email. Ask any question. Make a request. And we will be right back with you. So, again, have an extraordinary Valentine's Day. And keep loving money together. Oran, thanks for being on. Thank you. All right. Take care. Talk to you soon, all you listeners. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmeyer, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit laurelsrealmoneytalks.com for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth-building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit laurelsrealmoneytalks.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week.